0: Hi everyone, this is Leslie Keith. I'm president of the board of directors for the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from a presentation by Siobhan Huggins during the Lipedema Summer Boot Camp as part of the Lipedema Awareness Month in June of 2022. Siobhan is a research specialist for the Lipedema Project. In this excerpt, she talks about being friends with our body, showing it compassion, and working together to help our body to heal. She discusses some options like diet and compression therapy that may work, but everyone needs to experiment to figure out the protocol that will work best for them. The main thing, she says, is to keep trying.
1: In my own experiences with lipidema, I was diagnosed last year, and from what I've learned from others, it became pretty obvious that having lipidema can oftentimes be very overwhelming, especially if newly diagnosed. On the one hand, there can be some relief because now you have an explanation for your experiences. But those experiences can still be difficult, and sometimes if we don't understand why the symptoms of lipedema happen, and we just see them as things we have to deal with because our bodies are broken or faulty in some way, this may result in some scary and overwhelming feelings. It may feel like you don't understand your body or that you have to fight against it as if it's an enemy. But our bodies are not our enemies. Our bodies want to be healthy and work hard every single day to try and get there and stay there even if they need a little bit of extra support in some areas. If we work to really understand the inner side of lipedema, we can see where our body might be struggling and how we can help working together as friends. Like I said, we wanna help our bodies, okay? Struggling with multiple problems is an issue for our body. If this is true, then okay, let's take off some of that burden. And there's a lot of research on using health-promoting eating plans like low-carbon ketogenic diets To improve metabolic health, so that's a good thing. It means you can change your diet, and then this can have an impact, putting less of a burden on the body, helping with immune function, all of that is good news, and it's not like a deprivation diet. You don't have to be hungry. (laughs) I've been on a ketogenic diet for almost six years, and this isn't an option for everyone. Not everyone may be interested in this, but I mention it because it's an option, and knowing the options is good. So this may be worth exploring if you maybe don't have good metabolic health, or you're not sure if you do, you want to check into it, find out you do. It's like, okay, what do I do now? This is something that you can try. Another thing is the connective tissue health aspect is a little bit more difficult, and that swelling could also play into the tissue being injured by not having enough access to oxygen. So you're hitting two things with that, actually. Um, you also have the metabolic health, the connective tissue health, and then others as we continue learning about lipidema. Basically, when you're talking about what is lipidema, why are we seeing the symptoms that we are? Well, there are things behind those symptoms. There are mechanisms. And if we look at those mechanisms and we can say, okay, so I know maybe the hypoxia is playing into this. How do I address that? Activity, reducing swelling, ketones themselves produced from a ketogenic diet might be helpful for hypoxia, all of that. Basically, when you learn about lipedema and what it is, the next question is, what can we do about it? What information do we have that says, all right, we can do this about the swelling. We can do this about the metabolic health. All of this is just giving you information so you can build your own strategy. What are some of these things for you, you know, that you might still have room to work on? That, you know, getting consistent with compression gears, (laughs) a big problem of mine personally, but there's always something, there's always something. And by looking at these things, it's no longer your body's trying to sabotage you. Your body doesn't like you. Your body doesn't want to be healthy because it's broken or messed up or whatever. Not true. (laughs) Like, yes, your body definitely does struggle. If your body is in pain, that's a sign of a struggle. If your body is doing things that are detrimental to its own health, that is a sign of a struggle. But just like a friend who is struggling, the next question should be, how can I help you? How can I help you deal with these problems that you're having so that we can both be happy? <laughs> because having a friend who is unhappy makes it way more difficult to be happy yourself. Not impossible, but looking at this from a place of compassion for your own body is very important. And it's something that I had to learn. <laughs> it was not you know, inherent. I came from a place of being obese, being in pain all the time, chronic depression, all of that. And part of that health journey was just giving myself and body compassion.
0: Thank you, Siobhan. A lot of great tips in that presentation. I'm sure people are going to want to keep watching it again and again. I'd like to give a big thank you to all of you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org/slash/flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing.
2: It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplify.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.